0: One, two, three.
1: Wow. Oh, your fat fingers got in the way. Sorry,
0: my little sausage links.
1: This is real life and how we actually do talk to each other, yeah. but all out of good fun. Okay.
0: I have one goal. To Fini- change your bourbon? No, to finish this by the end of the podcast.
1: I'm not finishing. I do heavy pours. Like
0: fishbowl pours?
1: Yes, with my wine, because I don't feel like getting up and like bothering jock bothering Josh with like getting yeah because let's be real I just go Josh can you please and of course look
0: look 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 mm-hmm. I almost have to get like a fuel pump out of wine stop it <laughs> or like Mr. Deeds water fountain that's high C but like make it wine
1: oh my gosh Did you imagine that I want a water fountain in our house
0: Nate's old house for sure had a water fountain
1: one of our friends. Um, I am drinking a Pinot Noir from California tonight.
0: Pinot nar.
1: That, that's real redneck, Josh. Um, it's a dove hunt dog from California, a 2020. As I turn it, as you probably heard, doesn't really give you much. Mm-hmm. But it's 13.4. Anything above thirteen is really great. Yeah. Twelve. Does the job. You only need like a couple glasses. Or the whole bottle. I wow. mean <laughs> to each their own. Hey now. I know. So so
0: uh what do you want to talk about tonight?
1: I don't know. Or today. Mm. This today. afternoon, this morning.
0: Sun's out, guns out.
1: Let's go. Let's
0: go. Beaches that away.
1: I hate when people say, Let's go. I, just, I don't know why.
0: Cause it like it's it's played out.
1: Like I feel it, and I think because like Jersey, sorry, Jersey Shore, love it, but I feel like it's very like Chowser, like
0: like douchebag. Yeah. Okay.
1: I said like a million times, and I'm not from the Valley Valley okay. Girls. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Two and a half minutes into this, and
0: we've Nonsense. gone off
1: course already. But it's okay. So...
0: Oh, I'll just go with it, since you're looking at me.
1: Yeah, I'm looking over at okay. your... So, we write notes, okay, first off. But and neither...
0: Well, Krista's handwriting is like... Um, it's better it's better but still hieroglyphics mine is just like scrap i don't like, even know what i wrote after i'm yeah. done writing
1: i know i'm like you just word vomited on the page yeah and i have no idea what that says You should see my cursive yeah. <laughs> do they even teach cursive in school anymore
0: i don't think so remember how that was that's bullshit like that was the thing like we had if you don't cursive... learn it right and now everything you just type anyway so what's oh my god. i don't gosh. Even think kids know how to like write an essay if they had to write an essay
1: i want to i want to give someone a like typewriter and see like what they do well yeah and we're not even that old and we know how to like use it
0: yeah i think well i remember they had that like it had the white copy and the yellow copy and you fed it through, and mm-hmm. it had those perforated edges that everyone always folded over each other to make the boingy things. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Yeah, you do the zigzag things, and you'd pull them, you'd stretch them. And they look like a Chinese finger trap. Yeah. You know exactly know. what I'm talking about. I do. Because you tore them off the edges.
1: I just remember having the keyboard and having tight, ty- like typing classes. The cover,
0: the keyboard cover,
1: and they had the key- yes keyboard cover over it. Yeah. And I attribute that like. To my fast typing now. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I can... Like, if I'm wanting to get, like, my thoughts out there, which I highly suggest, getting your thoughts out there. I like typing everything out. Now I hate journaling.
0: Now it's like texting classes in school.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> You're such a liar. Now I'm going to go and text my niece, who's 13, and ask her. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Okay. I will. Word.
1: So... Are you being, are you planted?
0: No, nah, I'm sitting.
1: Are you buried?
0: Pfft, definitely not.
1: Okay. So we, we, we thought of this.
0: We didn't think of this. Let's be honest. You did. This concept?
1: No, it's been out there. No, it's been out there. <laughs> it's been <laughs> out there. But we just wanted to bring it to everyone's attention because I don't think people really think of it this way. Mm-mm. If you're being planted or you're being
0: buried mm.
1: so can you kind of go into that sure. a little bit mr josh
0: so obviously it's commonplace to hear oh my god i'm buried at work or this whole job like or this if i don't make this business deal it's going to bury me right like that term is being thrown around so much and if you actually like break it down being buried you have to be you have to be dead in order to be buried right and like usually being buried relates to like death of some sort, whether death of like the business or finances or nutrition or whatever it may be, it's done. It's over. There's no coming back from it. But being planted, if you change that script and you change that mindset from being negative, like being buried, which nothing good comes out of being buried, to being planted, it's a positive mindset shift. Mm being planted into something, right? just like a seed, where yes, you are burying that seed under dirt, but you're planting it because you're going to water it, you're going to give it nutrients, and that seed then eventually will grow into a plant, into a tree, into a source of food for you, flower, something beautiful. But at first, and take this into relation to your life, and this is a good analogy, is that seed is now uncomfortable it's in the dirt it's in the ground where it's dark it's lonely right and you know when we Hear start that. and when we start on these new adventures in the life yeah we often say we're buried in work or whatever because we feel overwhelmed but really you should say no i'm planted in this because what's going to happen is as you work at it as you grow and as you grow as a person
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're going to Sprout into something amazing and you know, like that plant that was once in the dirt After it has been sown and after it has been nutrient and watered. Yeah You're going to take on a life of its own and it's going to grow and there's gonna be no limit to what it grows to Mm -hmm. Just like your life just like your business just like your you know nutrition or fitness goals, right? you know, you can continue to grow that and so we wanted to talk about this topic because those two words get thrown around a lot, or especially the buried word, where gets thrown around a lot. And if you change your mindset mindset shift on
1: that. Say that four times. Yeah,
0: right? Yeah. I can barely talk as it is. I know. But, mindset um, shit. Uh, shit. <laughs> um, you know... You change that phrase in your head to, no, I'm planted in this. I'm going to grow. Like, Mm. right now it's uncomfortable. Right now I'm in the dark. Right now I don't like where I'm at. But that's not where you're going to stay. Just like that seed will eventually poke through the dirt, grow up towards the light, and grow into something amazing. So will your life.
1: I think of, like, how you just change the word of buried planted Mm -hmm. i think of the same situation if you have a problem you change it to it's just a challenge like changing the wording and tricking your brain to think it's something like not as like huge as you make it out to be is critical
0: shout out to seth Farosi. i mean he has action sledge company and also all american roughneck i actually have a shirt of his that says no problems just more work to do yeah like he doesn't look at problems as a challenge it's It's, not
1: well it is a challenge yes challenge
0: problems doesn't mean you stop yeah right and give up it's just something you have to overcome and work harder at
1: Mm -hmm. and i think of this in like a different way so i want you to go into the rest of this because like i want to talk about how diamonds are made okay because this analogy to me like yeah you can plant a seed and i've heard that so many damn times like you reap what you sow and like you're planting your seeds now you'll hear that so freaking often but like a lot of people don't understand how diamonds are made and they're made under pressure Mm -hmm. and I think of Rihanna's Riri song of shine bright like a diamond and that like is going off in my head right now but there's diamonds are made with pressure and heat and I think of this as like four C's of a diamond and relating those four C's of a diamond back to the four C's of us and our lives
0: it's not Rick Ross's three C's cars clash Close.
1: I've never even heard of really? that.
0: Okay. Never mind.
1: <laughs> I have never heard of Rick Ross's three C's. Okay. But it's four C's of a diamond. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> the four the four C's of a diamond are cut, color, clarity, and carrot. So mm,
0: love carrots in the
1: You're ridiculous. Like the carrot of your ring? Oh. yeah Yeah. car not Uh, yes okay so when someone is looking at a diamond i guess like a diamond expert what do you even call that a jeweler no i'm gonna google that
0: i'll google it keep going
1: duck duck go that sorry not google um like your cut of the diamond the color of it the clarity and the carrot and i think of that as a diamond but back to ourselves if we're relating ourselves as diamonds you need to have character credibility confidence and creativity okay so everything that a diamond has is what you should be portraying into this world
0: a A jamalist jamalist a gem
1: gemmo i can't even talk
0: gemologist is a science of includes intense academic study of diamonds gemstones pearls and precious metals
1: that is interesting
0: gemologist we're gonna sound so dumb yeah if we pronounce that wrong i know Whatever. right okay
1: it's fine there's only like 400 plus people that listen to <laughs> us so it's okay <laughs> we'll sound dumb to all of y'all and i don't even care But with all the four C's of a diamond, you need to have that character in yourself. You need to have that credibility. Me personally, I try and put this out into all of my classes. You need to have the confidence in yourself. And also at the same time, keep on being creative. Because like you're gonna you're gonna endure tough times if you don't like please please let me switch lives with you actually no i'd rather endure tough times
0: yeah if you're if you're coming into problems and you're growing yeah you're not coming into problems then you're probably staying stagnant but that's how i look at it yeah
1: those tough times are pressure and it's only making The color and clarity of you as a diamond come through more. Mm -hmm. And like becoming a diamond is basically the analogy of becoming who that you're supposed to be. For sure.
0: Just like diamonds and people, right? There's no one or two that are the same. Yeah. Right? Kind of like the snowflake analogy, right? There's no one snowflake. Whoa there. I'm not calling you a snowflake. Watch out! <laughs> okay, you now saying a political podcast. But please
1: no, <laughs> please no.
0: But right, like the bigger the, the bigger the gem, the bigger the diamond, the more clarity it has, the better the cut it is. Yep, just shows that how much more pressure that has gone under. Mm-hmm. Right, and like you know, I always, what's the difference between coal and a diamond? You know, coal is something that is just it's messy. It's it's you know not really looked at as precious or anything like that no but a diamond is Mm -hmm. right it's and they're both uh, under heat but it's just how much pressure has it gone under and one has been in the ground longer and all that kind of stuff And, and it's just funny that you know coal can turn into a diamond just like you know there's people out there that they hold themselves back and they don't allow that pressure to endure them yeah and You know, they they are looked at as something that can be just discarded, like a piece of coal. Mm -hmm. It's messy and it's, you know, all that kind of stuff.
1: Or they think of themselves as being discarded. Right. As coal. Or they start to be stubborn. And they start to hold resentment. And they look at their failures as like, oh, like, I'm going through a rough time, woe on me. And they stay in that shit. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm making a face right now. We need to start recording this for YouTube. But, like, why? That shit's not fun. Because
0: it's the easier way to do it. That's why.
1: I... Oh, no shit. But, like, what... It
0: truly is.
1: Yeah. But... I never got that. And I think because I... I think differently. (laughs)
0: Y'all know that.
1: Yes. I know. But, like, with the study of the mind and, like i just think differently so like why would i ever stay in the same place why would i ever be the same person that i was nine years ago like well w- when i started my corporate job i am not the same krista you,
0: you as even, i was you even had reviews that said you're not yeah right they were like I can't believe how much you've grown and changed as a person like that's not the same Krista that we hired and it's for the better but yeah right and I just think it's and we were actually going to do a podcast on this too was about being on autopilot and that's exactly why is cuz people just find a comfort zone they find that smooth lane on the highway that they mm-hmm. just want to go on autopilot right and it's just easier for them just to hit that button and cruise Do you want to kind
1: of go into that?
0: And only address problems as they arise as opposed to somebody who's on the gas next to them in the hot rod that wants to get to their goals, ambitions, and dreams a lot quicker and are taking active action. And they're in that HOV lane. They're in that passing lane flying by them, Mm. getting after it, taking that action.
1: Existing versus living.
0: Right.
1: You're just existing.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're not living the life that you want and I think we say that a lot but like
0: I feel like we have to because the cycle is broken and there's so many people that are in that rut of just I have a job I have a house everything works right now yeah I'm only going to address problems as they arise I'm good you know I'm just going to wait for my next Monday night show to come on or the big game on Sunday
1: oh my gosh and
0: that's it that's all they have going on in their life is, like, those those things, right? It makes me sick. And, you know, we're just here to be, like, there's more to life. There's more to get after it. There is more out there for you to achieve and, you know, find true purpose for yourself and, and enlightenment and happiness. Mm-hmm. Because if you talk to those people that are just in autopilot, they're the type of people that at work when you say, hey, how you doing? Oh, Monday, another day, no, another dollar, another day in paradise or whatever. Right. Oh my gosh, I, And it's just like, really? So one w-
1: reason why i really don't care to be in an office again,
0: right? <laughs> but it's just like, you got nothing else going on in your life. You got like nothing you did this weekend. That was awesome. Like any wins, anything that you've, you know, goals you've achieved in your life. Anything, nothing. Nope. It's like, okay.
1: So how do we change that? How do we go from being buried to now thinking in that mindset of being planted well i'm just asking the question and testing you and we didn't even do the ask the hard question at the end
0: we didn't last time we'll we'll do it again
1: we'll do two tonight
0: okay but um i mean how to change that is truly and we've talked about this before about putting yourself in an uncomfortable position and you know taking that self-evaluation of your life yeah and am i truly happy is this really the life that I was intended to live, you know, did I leave a mark, a legacy, anything behind that people are going to remember me for, right? Mm. Do I have those dreams of a better life for me, for my family, but I just don't know how to go about that? Am I scared to, you know, am I afraid to lose everything and put myself out there uncomfortably And
1: so it's a lot of like, ego coming in what I'm what I'm seeing. Just let me talk through this. It's a lot of ego coming in of like, if I change, what is this person going to think of me? And also, you really need to put that mirror up to yourself and be like, is this actually who I want to be? Or is this what society or my friends or my family want me to be?
0: It's also, too, looking at what you have already mm. and being like, am I willing to lose all this? And most of it's materialistic things. So let's be honest. like, But okay, you
1: can't have a U-Haul truck behind your hearst.
0: Right. So... so, you know, it's material. Like, am I willing to lose all this possibly temporarily to achieve better than what I have now? Yeah. And most people will say no because they're comfortable. They're content. They're content. They never want to do better for themselves. And which, instead of... Go ahead.
1: Which being content is okay, but we should always be like turning the thermostat up in our mm-hmm. lives. Correct. Like I'm okay. Like I am content where I'm at right now, but I also want to keep growing and learning and And developing myself into, like, a different person.
0: See, I look at contempt. Content? Contentment. Not contempt. Contempt and murder. Contentment. (laughs) What, as I'm okay with myself right now, as I'm trying to achieve better. I'm not going to fall into any kind of depression. I'm not going to allow myself to be unhappy right now with what I have. But I still have those... Ambitions and dreams to keep going forward. Okay. Does that make any sense? That's the way that I look at contentment.
1: I mean, yeah, for sure. But I get so like aggressive about this because when, which when I'm ready, we'll talk about like grief and all this kind of stuff. But when you lose someone that is, really close to like a father or mother, a husband, fiance, like you start to really question the life you're living right now and start to take inventory of your life of, okay, how can I make this better and make sure that I am living up to the standards of not only the person that has passed, but also God and your future self. Does that make sense
0: mm-hmm. Well that's okay Go okay. no I was gonna say like Ed mylet talks about a lot
1: mm, yes
0: right that envisionment of when I pass away and I go up into heaven there's gonna be an individual that ge- uh, greets me at the gate and it's going to be the higher version of myself. And what he always says is when I look that person in the eye, I want to be identical twins. Mm. I want to not have that person be a stranger because I lived my life and I put myself out there and I got to my highest achievement as a person and what I was put on this earth to do. And that's what God intended me to be on this world for. And so I often think of that too, because how scary would that be if you greet your future self and that person is a complete stranger and you're like you had what you did, what you lived, where, you know, what kind of stories do you have to tell? Like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you're like, wow, I just had a one bedroom apartment and I just worked my nine to five and retired. And that was it. Yeah. Not saying those things are bad, but like, there's so much to be had out there in life to keep pushing forward for.
1: This is your only life. Correct. Here on earth. Right. So why wouldn't you go
0: for more? Right. And, you know, that's, To go back to that whole buried versus planted thing, all of us have potential. And this is going to be my little like little speech here. But like (laughs) everyone listening to this has potential in their lives to be better, to do greater. And just like that seed, nothing is going to happen until you plant yourself in that uncomfortable, scary, lonely, dark area where you're unsure of what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. And, you know, most of us choose to just keep that seed on the shelf and never plant it and never do anything with it. So we just go through the mediocre life on that merry-go-round, on that autopilot lifestyle where it's just the same thing day in, day out. And that's it. Others choose to take that seed, bury yourself deep where it's lonely, it's dark, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And you continue to pour into yourself. You continue to grow. And then eventually you'll poke through that dirt, go up towards the light And you can become whatever it is. It's a tree. It's a plant with beautiful flowers. It's a fruit bearing, you know, whatever. And you blossom into something amazing. Mm. And that's the kind of lifestyle and life I want to live is where it's, you know, fruitful. And you are flourishing. And you have so much in abundance that you give back just Mm. like that tree would.
1: I love it. Can I ask you a hard question now?
0: There's only hard questions in our relationship. Go ahead.
1: <clears throat> I try and test Josh as much as possible. And he does the same for me. And I this before I get into this question, you need to find someone who's going to test you in your life. Whether you like it or not, you need someone to push you out of your comfort zone. Okay? I pushed Josh out of his comfort zone so many times. It's ridiculous. I
0: hate you because of it. It's Well, get
1: over it. <laughs> because you are a better man and a better person and a better employee now than you ever would have been. Thank you. Of course. Because I saw the potential in you. Mm-hmm. And I see it in other people. This is my gift. I see the potential in other people. And how can you bring that out in them?
0: And most of the time, they don't even see it in themselves. Exactly. Right? Right.
1: So, this is a question. Think back to a time in your life when you felt the most passion. So, what were you doing when you felt the most passionate and alive? What was it that made you feel alive? And how, how can you recapture that feeling? It can be the simplest thing, too. Okay.
0: Okay oftentimes i think of um or to go with this yeah where i felt alive and my passion was so i'm if you guys don't know i'm passionately into cars and you know mechanics and just working on cars yeah i for the longest time had a project vehicle that i had worked on and spent many of weekends nights working on it pushing myself honing in on my skills all that kind of stuff the, and i would take it to car shows i would meet up with a group of friends and everything And the time that I felt alive and the most passionate was when that vehicle was done and it was a creation that came out of my mind into being into a physical form of actually being created Mm -hmm. and fabricated and it ran and it drove and I was able to enjoy it. And I would meet up with these guys and we would head to a car show and here's my creation that was once in my head, now into a real life form of a vehicle and I got to enjoy all that blood, sweat, and tears for those couple moments of driving it and experiencing it. And that's where I felt most alive was just taking an idea and a, a creation mm-hmm. and then getting to enjoy the, the, the fruits of that labor. And so I'm finding, taking that idea now into finding different hobbies and finding different ways to put that into like a business kind mm-hmm. of idea, like doing these podcasts, to be honest with you. Like this is something where we get to share our conversations with, but it's giving back and it's like all the time and effort that we put into working on ourselves, all the information that we read, all the podcasts we listen to, everything that we pour into one another, bouncing ideas back and forth, right? We finally get to get to a point now where we get to talk about it, put it out there and hopefully this transposes into helping somebody else. Yeah. And, you know, we try to keep these short about a half hour or so. But if there's like one 15 second blurb that we said and somebody gets something from that.
1: Amen to that.
0: Like that's why we do this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how about you? I'm going to bounce that right back on you.
1: I think the most passionate and alive I have felt probably like two times. One would be when I was taking classes at Tyler School of Art. And I felt free. Like I was taking a like drawing painting class. And that's at the time that I really wanted to be an art teacher. And I wanted to go into that field so badly. And I was told no so many times. And now I just do it for fun. But I felt the most alive because I could creatively... Is that even a word? Yes. Creatively. Creatively, like, put myself out there Mm -hmm. without feeling judged of that's not good enough or being graded because this was like a let me just pay for this and go type of thing. Um, And I could just put myself out there of how I wanted to express myself on that paper. Mm -hmm. And then I think the second time would be like starting peak driven of I felt alive in the same sense that like I'm a very creative person and if I can be creative in everything that I do that's when I'm the most alive and I'm the most passionate that I can literally just be who I want to be without judgment and holding myself back and like taking a whiteboard and literally writing every idea out there whether it was stupid or not and then making that come true Mm -hmm. those are two of the times that i feel the most felt the most alive nice yeah i like it dig it all right grand wonderful did you finish your drink
0: goal completed
1: check that off the list. I did not complete mine because there's a lot of wine left. <laughs> but if you like this, share it, save it, download it, tag me on Instagram, um, Krista Fisher or Peak Driven with an extra K. Visit us on our website. I worked hard on that bitch, okay? And we have merchandise out there as well.
0: Please buy our stuff. <laughs>
1: josh is sick of seeing it around here hung up me steaming it all this kind of stuff i'm just gonna
0: start eventually wearing it all
1: i know right i don't need
0: to buy clothes for a year
1: are you gonna wear a small tank top that says be relentless on the front
0: i'll let the nippies hang out i don't care
1: (laughs) go to the gym in it that's right who wants the shirt who wants my tanks with my nipples hanging out
0: most of the guys would actually buy them there because they're already wearing them i
1: know right Whatever. Anywho, no, just check out our website. Um, And if this has called to you, then feel free to reach out to us as well. Email us anytime. And thank you again for listening and tuning in to us. We appreciate you guys so much.
0: Yes, thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you abundantly. My heart to yours. Have an amazing, amazing day, night, whatever it is. And be relentless. All
0: right, guys. See ya.